Hello and welcome to the Autism in Real Life podcast. In each episode, you'll get practical strategies by taking a journey into the joys and challenges of life with autism. I'm your host, Ilya Walsh, and I'm an educator and the parent of two young adults, one of which is on the autism spectrum. Join me as I share my experience and the experiences of others so that we may see the unique gifts and talents of individuals on the autism spectrum fully recognized. Hello, everyone. This is Ilya with the Spectrum Strategy Group. And Happy New Year. Um, Welcome back. And uh, I'm excited for what the new year has to bring. And uh, today, uh, today, I really wanted to talk about um, kind of continue the conversation around building connection. And I know the last episode, Karen talked about building healthy relationships. And some of the components that we touched on there was, you know, building self awareness, self care, not looking for others to fulfill your needs, uh, and not seeing yourself as someone who is to fulfill others' needs. The other is uh, setting expectations versus setting boundaries. Um, We talked a little bit about having this uh, set of expectations that we come to relationships with, and sometimes those come to haunt us later on because we might be setting unrealistic expectations for other people, just like others might be setting unrealistic expectations of us. So we need to kind of keep that in check. And in looking at these sort of areas, um, I noticed that they are also central themes in the basic human rights for self-development that I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, in looking to, you know, what we will practice, and I'll put that in quotes um, for this year to come, you know, at least I know from my own personal perspective, um, I, you know, I looked at those human rights and, and sort of remodified some of them to say I will practice my right uh, to express my feelings uh, in an appropriate way. Um, so I think for me, it's more of this sense of practice. And uh, I'm, you know, I, as I've been talking about, I realize that much of kind of pushing through that practice and the discomfort of that practice is uh, realizing that a lot of my, you know, programming, I guess, um, comes from external influences. And, and maybe some of it is also my response to those external influences. But I would say, you know, some of those external influences can be parents, um, partners, other family members, um, friends, work colleagues, classmates. And a big one that I'm noticing for me lately is uh, external media and all the information that is around us. And uh, sometimes, yes, we can say it's television shows and movies uh, or, you know, whatever st- streaming uh, channel you want to use. There's lots of different ways to get information uh, and get stories. Uh, but I think what I particularly look at is lately has been social media and uh, more about my usage around it. And I've been hearing a lot of people saying they're going to take the month of January off of social media or, you know, that they take a a day break here and there. 
And it all sounds like um, those are those can be really good strategies. I know for many of us, though, uh, building connection can include social media. It's how we communicate with family. It's how we communicate with friends or other people who are like minded and kind of helps us feel like we belong to an external group um, that, you know, maybe we would not normally have access to. And so that uh, is very valuable information. Um, And also it's a very uh, valuable resource. But I also find that um, I look at some of that information, especially at this end of the year, beginning of the year kind of time frame, and it's full of, you know, information of what others expect of me, right? It's what I should look like or what I should wear or what I should buy or what I should have. And um, those very strategically placed ads that pop up, even if I just, I think I just thought of that. I didn't actually even say it for my phone to hear it. Uh, And it's really sort of um, helps me to kind of pause uh, because I feel like sometimes that all of that stream of information, it's about what the external world is expecting of me uh, instead of it just being okay to be me. And I think in this process of self-development, it can create this sort of really ripe environment to seek external information, right? We, we look for that those people who have similar thinking or people who share similar ideal ideas and ideals um, and values. And so it kind of in in the process of um, self-development, we open ourselves up to this information. But then sometimes it's a really, uh, it can make, I know for me, it can make me a little vulnerable to what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what images are coming into my brain. Um, and it, it kind of makes me think about, well, what should I be doing then? Should I be buying that? Should I look like that? Uh, should I want those things? And, um, you know, and sometimes it's also not just possessions, but sometimes it's accomplishments, right? What did I accomplish in this last year? And um, what are you doing during COVID? And uh, what, what have you done? And it's, you know, should I have done that? Could I have um, done more? Or could I have done these other things instead of what I did do? So again, it can kind of create that ripe environment for questioning yourself. And again, I'm speaking from my experience, and I've talked to a few other people who do take social media breaks and feeling the same kind of thing. Um, But I find myself, you know, scrolling and then, you know, seeing something that maybe wasn't even meant to be inspirational, but then it makes me feel a little small. Uh, makes me feel smaller or less than in some way because maybe I didn't do what that particular quote or that particular meme or that image is showing me. So it makes me question that. Um, but but I think on the upside, because I'm in this process of self-development, which is an ongoing process, um, I catch myself. So I catch myself when that feeling kind of creeps in And I recognize that I might be having uh, a response to something that might not be even true or real, right? We know that a lot of social media is marketing and ads and, um, you know, different people's philosophies. A lot of people (laughs) post that, you know, you only see the good things on social media uh, by people. And, And I think there is some truth, of course, in that. But you know, I have to pause and say, but this might not be real. And also my my response 
might not be um, a, a response that's accurate, given that I might not be getting accurate information. And so, um, you know, it could be that what I'm connecting to is some old baggage that I might have or an old story that I have been telling myself or I've told myself in the past. And so, you know, uh, True to true to the perfect marketing form <laughs> that has evolved with social media, it kind of knows what I'm thinking, right? It knows what things I like, it knows um, people that I follow, and things that I've posted, and so it, it can kind of tee up for me um, maybe some of those uh, feelings uh, where I'm feeling a little less than, or I, I have I'm have it's poking at some of the old baggage and the old history that I might have, and even things that I may have feel like okay, yeah, I've I've worked on that, but somehow it's smart enough to know to poke at those things. Um, and then again, you know, I feel like I'm being held to a set of expectations that I didn't even consent to. <laughs> You know, it's it's a set of societal expectations or, you know, workplace or school or whatever other culture or environment you want to put in there. Um, there are sometimes these set of expectations that I didn't even create for myself. Um, and so I have to kind of be very reflective uh, when I go through my feeds. And also, you know, when I'm looking to connect with others I have to remember that the connection doesn't mean that I have to change who I am in order to connect with other people, right? I think um, it means that, I, to me anyway, I need to embrace who I am, you know, all the messiness and all of the stuff um, and all that baggage and all the old stories and accept that part of myself. And I think I, I recently heard, uh, and this has been said in many different ways, but if I can't love and connect to all of those things and embrace all of those things, then how can I expect other people to do that? I need to honor and, you know, feel comfortable with who I am. And then if I have a healthy relationship with myself uh, and healthy set of expectations of myself, then I can be able to express that to other people around me. And so, you know, and, and then if I find parts of myself that I do want to work on, and we all have those too, then I can look at them without judgment you know, and look at them as an exploration of what my needs are and why am I looking to expand in that way? Why am I looking to um, maybe evolve? And, you know, interestingly enough, in, in having these conversations, I, I'll be podcasting with a couple of people coming up. And um, one of them is uh, Krista Hapala, and she is a therapist, and she has a program called the Pleasure Mindset. Um, and, and actually, that's just a piece of some of what she offers. But, but I really thought it was important to kind of bring some of her work here, and we'll, we'll talk a bit about that. But she really pushes for people to find out what their joy is, and, I, and I've talked about that before, um, and what brings them pleasure, and kind of seeing the world and seeing life through this pleasure filter and through this joy filter. And so I'm really excited to be chatting with her in the next couple of weeks. And also, I will be podcasting with Jacqueline Johnson, and she is the writer of The First Gifts of Autism. And, you know, part of her philosophy is accepting, you know, she, she's a mom with, um, with two kids uh, with autism. And it's really about accepting uh, our kids for who they are. 
And because otherwise they're going to feel that we're uncomfortable. We're going to, they're going to feel our discomfort and which, which can add to their feeling of inadequacy or their feeling of being broken and needing to be fixed. So again, as we approach, you know, this next year together, I would think about how do we um, instill for everyone that we come in contact with this sense of acceptance and a sense of um, non-judgment and being open and uh, allowing for ourselves to be that way. Oftentimes, it might be easier to do it for others, but we, we might not be able to do it for ourselves. So I, I would offer that as something to consider is, you know, we don't need to be fixed. Um, we need to accept first. And uh, then as we seek to build connection, um, but we're not just looking at building connection with other people. We are really primarily looking to build connection with ourselves so that we may bring our best self, whatever that is, holistically um, to others so that we can then build a healthy connection. So with that, um, I will talk to you again soon and uh, just a little bit of food for thought. Take care. Thanks for listening to Autism in Real Life. This is Elia Walsh, and if you like the show, please hit subscribe so you can get notified each time a new episode is released. I also offer training, consultations, and parent coaching, and would love to help you in any way that I can. You can check out my offerings at thespectrumstrategy.com, and when you join my email list, you can get a code to receive a discount off of an online class or a coaching session. Looking forward to hearing from you. Take care and see you next time.